Give it a ride, Duke. Welcome back to the Doggy Juice Pod. This is episode number 140, Friday, September 29th, 2023. And baby Doggy Juice is finally here. My son entered the world on Monday night, September 25th, mom and baby. Both doing well. It's been a wild ride of the past few days, as you can imagine. I'm on no sleep. Um, just found some quick time here Friday evening while Mrs. Doggy Juice and Baby Doggy Juice are both napping. To come to you all with a quick episode here, safe to say uh, this is going to be the shortest Doggy Juice Pod episode ever. Go DJ! Circus Sports officially opened in Illinois today. You can bet in person at the new American Place Casino up in Waukegan, just north of Chicago. And the Circa online app is also available as well. It's the eighth online sportsbook here in the great state of Illinois. The first launch since BetMGM about a year and a half ago. And I encourage you to check them out right away, even though uh, the grand opening and the full launch is going to be next week. So don't be surprised if you see some tech issues early on and uh, you know little things that may pop up like that. But definitely download the app and check it out. And Now, Circa, it, it won't have all the bells and whistles that you're used to, especially a lot of my listeners here in Illinois, you know, with, you know, familiar with the bigger brands, you know, the DraftKings and FanDuel's of the world. But Circa will absolutely have the fairest and most transparent pricing and betting limits. And a lot of my listeners won't see the big deal on this. You know, it's, it's not going to be, you know, an issue for you when you're not limited at some other books, and most of you aren't. But where Circa can provide instant value for all of you is as a source of truth in your betting process. As in, you should always be aware of what the Circa line is when you're making your bets at other sports books. And I've covered this in previous episodes, the top-down approach to sports betting and using a source of truth. And a lot of the time, you know, most of the time, it's those books offshore that actually take bets you know, from, from big bettors, from sharp bettors, and don't limit people. I mean, how useful is it to look at a line in a sports book when they're not taking sharp money? So, for example, if you see two and a half on DraftKings or FanDuel on a certain market, but Circa is at three, you can rest assured that the majority of the time, the three at Circa is the sharper side, than, and you're better off laying that two and a half at the other books. And why is that? Because not only does Circa have the sharpest odds makers of all the U.S. regulated books, but Circa actually takes sharp money, like I was saying. They don't limit people, and they have very transparent odds and, and transparent limits as well. You know how much you can get down at any market at any given time. And the betting splits, you know, you see posted from reps and content people at other books uh, simply mean nothing. I've covered this in a previous episode as well, but um, means nothing, especially because you don't know what price those bets came in on anyway. Uh, but beating the line in general, especially the closing line at Circa, means a lot more than beating a line at at the other U.S. regulated sports books. It's not a foolproof guarantee or way of thinking. Um, you know that playing at Circa, laying a three at another book when Circa's having you lay three and a half, for example, isn't going to guarantee you long-term success. But it can serve as a beacon signal for you. And honestly, if you're looking to increase your long-term win percentage. And I firmly believe that you can damn well pick up a half a percentage point or something like that around that range by just doing simply that, by by playing lines that are off elsewhere when compared to Circa. And, And this is a really small margin game sports betting as I've driven into your heads over the past 139 episodes. It's it really is a game of numbers. And most people 
can't even come close to hitting 55%. You have to hit over 52.38% of your bets at minus 110 just to break even in the long run. Hitting 55% is something that very few people, I'm talking less than 1% of people, really only professionals out there, hit that in the long term. In the long term is the emphasis on that part. But if you're trying to hit that 55% and you want to give yourself that extra half percent, then just using Circa as your, you know, if it's, even if it's just your final, um, you know, your filter that you're putting through, you want to put some pizza money on a game on Sunday and you see Circa's at three and a half, the rest of the U.S. regulated books are at three, you know, you know that three and a half is probably the sharper line and maybe you want to lay the three at those other books instead of, you know, taking the three, of course not laying the three and a half at Circa, but instead of betting anything at Circa. So it's, it, it is a nice beacon signal for you. It should be part of your repertoire to at least pay attention to what the Circa line is. And, uh, you know, the betting lines elsewhere, are, when they're off from the circle line, especially right before kickoff or tip-off, uh, you, can, you can find yourself a nice little edge uh, just by, by doing just that. Oh, look at Dookie, man. Look at Duke. Oh, go ahead, Duke. Go ahead, Duke. The 2023 Ryder Cup is in full swing in the beautiful country of Italy in Rome, where I was fortunate enough to live for a semester in college. Um, and USA is getting shellacked as the, on the first day, as you all know by now, listening to this. And Circa's hanging Europe at minus 605 with Team USA at plus 465 on the take back as I record this on late Friday afternoon, early evenings. Be careful, um, obviously, watching those markets. There's a lot of promos around uh, the Ryder Cup, so... You know, take advantage of those. But at the same time, you could find maybe some off markets, just like I was saying before. If you're looking at offshore, circa, um, your, your source of truth's off on, on matchup markets especially, you could find some value, especially since you know, a lot of people in the U.S. are betting on what they want to see, and that's success by the U.S. team. Uh, you might be able to, it stands to reason at least, that a lot of these regulated books, you might find a little bit of value backing Europe um, in select markets. But be careful and, of course, always shop around for the best price. Holy shit, dude, you're a sick fuck. All right, so I'm going to close out the pod just recapping our podcast plays from last week. Wisconsin and college football, starting college football. Wisconsin got there against Purdue. Louisiana Lafayette lane 10. Uh, that was a horrific end game there. We were strong favorites to, uh, I think I even saw, you know, lane 10. I saw plus 12 and a half the other way up at 6 to 1 or 7 to 1 uh, payout on, on the other side in the in-game betting. So, Tough beat there at the end of that. Um, I was doing my game grading on that one, looking towards the end. Of, uh, oh, my my dear Lord. But those happen. That's why we stake and bet, uh, keep our stake size in, in check accordingly. Um, I was definitely on the wrong side on Oregon State, laying uh, three points at Washington State, especially when you saw uh, some sharp money come in on, on uh, Washington State right before that game kicked off. Cincinnati, another good example of betting earlier in the week, meaning a lot more um, and trying to get down at the best price you can because it really depends on, on when you bet on Cincinnati. I, I told them, you know, told you guys last week at plus 14 or better, they ended up losing by 14 against Oklahoma. Um, so we pushed on the price that we gave it on the podcast, but you cashed if you bet it earlier in the week because that was at 15, 14 and a half for a good portion of the week. But you lost that bet if you bet it uh, right at post uh, because money did come in on on uh, Cincinnati, we did get nice closing line value on that play, but that one pushed. In the NFL, we had a rocking chair winner with the Browns. That was uh, one of the easiest bets we're going to have all year. Uh, they beat the piss out of uh, the Titans. The Bucks. that one lost on Monday Night Football against the Eagles, uh, catching five points. Um, 
the Steelers got there for us on Sunday Night Football because the plus threes did show and got there, and they won outright. And our Stefan Diggs receiving yards uh, over prop got there easily as well on Sunday. We finally lost a Doggy Juice Pod teaser of the week last week with the Ravens and Jaguars. Both sides lost their games outright on that one. Uh, so that moves us to 2-1 and one on the year in the official Doggy Juice Pod teaser of the week. And in terms of plays this week, obviously I have a newborn. I was in the hospital um, for the first few days this week and haven't slept at all. And I'd be doing you all a disservice if I recommended any plays this weekend on this podcast, especially you know recording this on a Friday evening when the markets have been hammered out by this point. I didn't even have time to finish my game grading from last weekend and update my numbers in college football in the NFL uh, before my wife went into labor and we had to go to the hospital on Monday. So many, many numbers have moved by now as I'm recording this. and I'm not just going to come up with something just to come up with something to give out here. I mean, I'm only going to ever give out something here on the podcast when I'm confident that there's a positive expected value in the wager and I'm willing to bet it myself, which is hard enough to do on a Friday uh, versus early, earlier in the week, as I've discussed previously. But um, while I've had some time to finish grading games, though, I've, I've missed out on most of the market movement this week. I really don't have anything uh, to give out that's worthwhile at this time. You know, there's some small edges here and there, but it really is more of a uh, shopping around for a price and not really a consensus price thing right now on my stuff, at least. Uh, but but I'm behind playing catch-up all over here. But we do have our NFL Doggy Juice Pod teaser of the week. We're going to keep doing that one. And just a quick reminder for any new listeners out there, you can still find a nice mathematical edge uh, on NFL two-team six-point teasers, although a lot of books have been protecting against this by raising the price. But um, if you're teasing two teams through the key numbers of three and seven on both legs of the teaser and getting a price of minus 120 or less. And some select books out there, especially in faraway places, do offer minus 110, minus 115. So if you have a book that offers that, cherish it. Uh, but a nice edge can be had as long as you're teasing through those key numbers of three and seven. It's also known as the Stanford Wong teaser. Most people know about this by now, but um, and of course, most books have, have changed their pricing accordingly, but you could find a nice edge. And we do have a few options this week that, that fit for, um, for our, our Stanford Wong teaser strategy. And the problem, again, with recording later in the week, the Eagles were my favorite one on the board. I was able to get down on that. They were in range everywhere earlier in the week. But now that line's as high as nine, nine and a half at some shops. And, of course, when you tease down from nine, nine and a half, you're not getting through the three. It's important you get through the seven, the three. Otherwise, the math just isn't there. So you got to get it to two and a half. Um, but you can still find an eight and a half. There's still a couple out there, but it wouldn't be fair if I gave out a number that wasn't widely available at the time of recording. And um, I wouldn't call it eight and a half consensus right now as I record this. So we won't use the Eagles um, at home as an official Doggy Juice Pod teaser of the week teaser leg. But if the Eagles do show later in the week, and I, you know, they're a terrific option. I highly recommend teasing them down to two, two and a half, two, and basically just asking them to win at home against the Washington Commanders on Sunday as one leg of your teaser. The Dolphins are in range, but not only is it a historically bad spot to back the Dolphins coming off their 70-point output last weekend, but that total is also super high in Buffalo. It's sitting at 53.5 consensus as I record this, you know, therefore devaluing each respective point you'll be teasing through. And after all, that's all teasers are. You're just buying points on two legs of a bet and parlaying them together. So, um, And plus, I'm actually leaning bills at 2.5 in that game on my stuff right now. Um, I might even get it uh, in the portfolio if I can find a 2.5 at flat at minus 110 on the bills. So I'm going to be staying away from that one. The, Ra- the Ravens are in range. Um, the Baltimore Ravens at the Cleveland Browns. And I'm very bullish on the Browns this year. Um, I have a lot of futures exposure on them, but... Um, 
that you we've seen that number come down a little bit. I love that leg of a teaser just because these two teams obviously play uh, super tight games, interdivision rivals, uh, decent buy low spot on the Ravens, you can argue, and, and potential sell high spot on the Browns right now. But um, not only that, it's a low total, which of course magnifies the value of each respective point that you're teasing through. Um, so I, you know, I, the, there has been money, like I said, coming in on the Ravens. A couple shops are as low as one as I'm recording this, but I am seeing plenty of twos out there, including at Circa and Offshore. But you can, we can definitely call one and a half or two the consensus on that one right now. So that's definitely a teaser leg that's in range. The Ravens, the Titans, they're in range as well at home against the Bengals. Um, and with a low total 41, that magnifies that value of each respective point you're teasing through. The Chiefs are in range. You can get from 8.5 to 2.5 on Sunday Night Football at MetLife Stadium against the Jets with the entire world uh, watching T-Swift and Travis Kelsey and that whole circus. But, uh, but yeah, the Chiefs are in range. And then finally, the Giants at home against the Seahawks. That's sitting at 1.5 consensus, get catching 1.5. And you can buy that up to 7.5 on a teaser leg as well. But let's call our official Doggy Juice Pod NFL Week 4 teaser of the week the Ravens plus 7.5 paired with the Tennessee Titans at plus eight and a half. But let's only do it for a half unit this week because I'm not the biggest fan of the Titans uh, leg. A um, little bit of variance and uncertainty with, with the Bengals that I haven't been able to look into this week. So let's just do it for a half unit, but we're going to call it Ravens plus seven and a half paired with the Titans up to plus eight and a half. I can feel it all the way down in my plums getting all swollen. All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Doggy Juice Pod. As always, follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Doggy Juice. And if you enjoyed listening to this, then please rate the Doggy Juice Pod on Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Even just that quick rating takes 5-10 seconds. It can really help get the pod out to more people who can benefit from it and enjoy it, especially those who are interested in learning more about the latest in state-by-state sports betting legalization or just how to become a sharper sports better during these very exciting times in the industry. Anything you could help do to spread the word, spread the love is very, very much appreciated. And we have exciting news to share here. Two awesome brands have joined forces. Former Doggy Juice Pod guest and friend of the pod, Better Call Paul, also known as Better underscore Call Paul on Twitter, officially joined the WagerWire content team this week. So be sure to check out some of the great baseball betting content that he's going to be putting out for them. Um, as we enter the 2023 MLB postseason over the next few weeks. That's really awesome. So congrats uh, to that awesome marriage over there. It's a crazy time right now at the Doggy Juice household with the newborn. I'll be back, though, next week with a new episode. Don't know how long it'll be, um, but coming up, as promised, we're going to dive into the life cycle of a normal week during football season, when numbers go up, when limits go up, how a line shapes, when syndicate money comes in typically, and and uh, when you can expect some some uh, movements in the market, uh, I think a lot of people can benefit and enjoy uh, benefit from and enjoy uh, some of that information. So be on the lookout for that. And the Circa launch party it's next Wednesday. There's a 95 percent chance I'll be there. I hope to see you there. Looking forward to seeing some old friends, meeting some new ones up in Waukegan. It's so great having Circa in Illinois finally. So congrats to that team for finally getting uh, getting that approval and getting that launch here. As I always say, always take the over on a regulatory launch timeline. I know that from direct experience. So uh, it's no easy feat to get a sportsbook launched in, in a legal regulated jurisdiction, let alone Illinois. So uh, really awesome to have Circa here in Illinois. So make sure you download that app and make it a, a part of your of your arsenal. But that's it. All right, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Enjoy your weekend. Good luck on your action. I'll talk to you all again soon. Doggy Juice out. Doggy Juice.
Rápido. 